Welcome to Voice of the Humanities. Today we're going to do a book review about or on one of my favorite books on baseball. But first we have to thank our very generous sponsor, Vectus Consulting, V-E-C-T-I-S, Vectus Consulting. They consult humanities departments at the grassroots level. They want to grow your history, philosophy, theater, art, you name it, humanities program. So today I want to talk about Harbaugh's 2011 book, The Art of Fielding. If you've listened to a few of these podcasts, you know a little bit about my background, but I want to incorporate a touch of that here so you can get my perspective on this text. I have a liberal arts background, certainly a humanities background, obviously, PhD in philosophy, master's degree in theology. And I taught at a private liberal arts college for 15 years, being deeply immersed into the general education program. We used a great books, great ideas hybrid uh, for the entire time I was there for the uh, Western Civ core approach. Um, dissertation on Kierkegaard, and I'm deeply involved in the uh, Albert Camus Society, and I do the vast majority of my writing on uh, Camus, my academic writing. The other part of my academic writing, of course, is on baseball, where I'm involved in several scholarly uh, groups that look at baseball and culture and baseball and literature. This is one of my picks for one of my favorite books about baseball. The Art of Fielding, then. It's a 2011 text. Guardian voted it as one of the 10 best books of 2011. I love reading The Guardian. I love picking up a paper copy of The Guardian when I have the opportunity to be in England and sitting in a nice cafe or on a train and reading The Guardian. Harbaugh uh, was very, this novel was very anticipated when it was being constructed and written and edited. There was a bidding war. For the rights to it it almost turned out to be a disaster that people had to pay such immense sums of money to get the rights to this book but little brown and company are the publishers that landed the rights to the art of fielding it's 549 pages it's widely available because it was a very good seller i think it's five dollars and 39 cents on amazon right now and it's i see them in a lot of used bookstores i usually pick them up because my wife and I have a little free library in front of our house, and I like to put copies of my favorite text in there. It's the story of a young man who's going to play baseball at a private liberal arts college. His name is Henry Skimshander, and he is from uh, South Dakota. Henry Skimshander is from South Dakota. So you see the parallels right there. You've got a baseball player going to a Division three college, private liberal arts school, very much grabbed my attention and had two instant bonds with me right away. Weddish College is the fictional college that is created for Henry to attend. It's a small liberal arts college in the Midwest in Wisconsin and has deep ties to Melville. In fact, their mascot or their sports teams names are called the harpoons and i love that because i love it when these small colleges have these very dated but very unique nicknames for their 
um, sports teams because they're not created by marketing agencies to grab a certain segment of the population and sell t-shirts. They're there because they have a connection to the college. It reminds me of the college that I taught at for 15 years. We had a very successful Division III baseball program, and I use the word successful there to represent a great deal. It, in Division Three, it doesn't necessarily come down to wins and losses. It comes down to citizenship, what kind of college students these ball players are and what kind of people their coaches are. And I'm very close friends with many of the coaches that came through the college and still are to this day. And a lot of the ball players left a deep mark on the college and myself. So this is a really good text that opens up that world. It's a good text to read if you're working at a college that has Division Three athletics and has a liberal arts core or a humanities core, because you're going to get a nice view of the students that come there, of the student athletes that come there. 45% of the athletes at the college that I, that 45% of the students at the college that I worked at were student athletes. So it's a very important segment of many of our li working lives. It's important to know what these students are about if you can and this text is wonderfully written and it gives you a view into that life he comes to college he's impressed by people he's not impressed by people he acquires friends girlfriend etc and he gets immersed in a world of people that have been in the humanities their entire lives and he gets a feel for that he gets a feel for people that have studied melville have studied shakespeare have studied aristotle have studied plato have studied the arts, and he's around these people, and it complements his view of baseball, and that's really what should be going on in these colleges. These young men and women come into college with lives and desires and things that they deeply appreciate, and in many ways, college should amplify those things. So an understanding of Aristotle, an understanding of Melville can amplify one's love of an American game like baseball. Harbaugh explores a number of interesting areas that are related both to the humanities, higher education, and baseball. He explores a particularly interesting um, occurrence that happens to baseball players called the Yips, Y-I-P-S, the Yips. I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole on this, but the yips is a psychological condition that affects ball players very rarely, but it's very hard to shake. And it's the inability to complete a very routine task that you've done a million times, but is key to your position. I'll give an example here. You may remember a ball player named Chuck Knobloch from the 1990s played on the Minnesota Twins and on the New York Yankees primarily. Chuck Knobloch was a second baseman who acquired the yips. He couldn't throw to first base. He could do the first step of his job, which he needed to do was field the ball, but he couldn't throw to first base and, and make that connection. When it ha would happen in warmups, he would be fine most of the time, but in a game situation, he would almost always throw it away to the point where he couldn't play anymore. It's affected a number of players over the years, catchers that can't throw the ball back from their catching position to the pitcher. After a pitch, Rick Ankeel, member of the St. Louis Cardinals, couldn't pitch anymore, couldn't find the strike zone. 
remarkable story with him. He came back to play another position in the outfield and did quite well. But our hero in the story here, our protagonist, uh, Henry Scrimshander, throws a ball errantly. It's an error, a slip of the hand. The ball comes out wrong and hits his friend and hurts his friend quite, quite intensely. And after that, he acquires the yips. And this is something that Henry must work through then in his life with his support system around him that he has at this college. The book was not without controversy. Um, there was a lawsuit brought for plagiarism and theft of ideas. Chase Green brought a lawsuit against Harbaugh and, and against Little Brown and Company for large-scale misappropriation of his play titled Bucky's Ninth. So I read Bucky's Ninth, but I read it at a very bad time because there was certainly an awful lot of framing effect going on with myself when I read Bucky's Ninth because I read it right upon my first reading of The Art of Fielding and right after finding all about the lawsuit and going down that rabbit hole. So I'm not sure that I had a very objective view of whether there was merit to Green's case or not. The courts ultimately ruled against Chase Green that Harbaugh did not steal material, the ideas in Bucky's Ninth, and the lawsuit was dismissed. But you should know that the text um, comes with uh, doesn't come without uh, controversy that way. I find The Art of Fielding, it's 549 pages long, like I mentioned before, a really wonderful read, well-written book. It gives a very, very good feel for life at a liberal arts college, especially where the humanities are at the core. And it gives a very good character reading of a young man who's um, discovering these things in this higher education setting like he should. I want to read briefly from uh, Harbaugh's Art of Fielding so you can get a feel for how Harbaugh wonderfully mixes the humanities, the ideas that we find so important in the humanities, and baseball and the American landscape. So here I'm going to read a quote from Harbaugh's The Art of Fielding. Talking was like throwing a baseball. You couldn't plan it out beforehand. You just had to let go and see what happened. You had to throw out the words without knowing whether anyone would catch them, and you had to throw out the words you knew no one would catch. You had to send your words out where they weren't yours anymore. It felt better to talk with a ball in your hand. It felt better to let the ball do the talking. But the world, the non-baseball world, the world of love and sex and jobs and friends was made of words." End quote. His writing reminds me of two American authors that I'm familiar with, and they both write in the same genre as Harbaugh. They write about this typically male um, experience and very American experience. It reminds me of Hemingway. The sentences are typically short and descriptive like that and very American. It also reminds me of Norman MacLean. This idea of the words being connected to a physical sport really does remind me of 
um, a river runs through it, and his connection with fly fishing and the construction of words. I recommend The Art of Fielding to you if you're looking for a, a book to read that connects sport and the humanities and gives a perspective from inside a college. Again, I want to thank Vectus Consulting for sponsoring the Voice of Humanities podcast. Without them, we wouldn't be here. VectusConsulting.org. They are in the business of strengthening the humanities. Thank you.